Hi, I'm Olaomi Brigway, and I began to experience all-round supernatural success in my life when I finally accepted that no matter how hard a person works, they will never rise above their level of thinking. Are you looking for transformation from the inside out? Then join me on the Super Abundant Life podcast. Hi, this is Olaomi and welcome to episode 82 of the Super Abundant Life podcast. Today's episode is very special. Why? Because I'm interviewing the most special person that could come on this podcast, (laughs) at least as far as I'm concerned, because today I'm going to interview my husband, Dr. Uvie Brigue, and he's not just a fantastic pastor, doctor, father and husband to me he's also one of the most resilient human beings i have ever met in my life in fact scratch that hand on my heart he's the most resilient person i know and that's what we're going to be talking about today how to bounce back from adversity and to win in life stay tuned Right. So welcome. Welcome to this to this episode today. Um, if you've heard in the intro, I am interviewing my husband today, Dr. Uwe Brigue. Dr. Uwe Brigue is a consultant anesthetist in the UK. Um, he is the pastor of Covenant, the Covenant Nation UK. He is the husband <laughs> to allow me Brigue and he's a father to our uh, two beautiful children okay hello hello <laughs> hi hi how are welcome you? thank you are you happy to be here thank you for having me on program yes i'm very happy to be here you're happy yes are you going to pay me for being on my podcast <laughs> <laughs> yes okay so yes. today we are talking about mental resilience and bouncing back from adversity And ever since I decided to do an episode on resilience, bouncing back, facing adversity and overcoming it, especially the right way with the word of God, standing with God, etc. There was never any other candidate on my list apart from my husband, because as I said in the intro, he is the most resilient person I know. Right. You may read stories about, you know, like Mandela that was in jail for 26, 27 years. But that meal I know personally and that I know their journey. I don't know anyone else that is more resilient than he is. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So um, you have promised, right, to to um, what's the word, like label some of the stuff, like your story. Coming oh, yes. into this. Yes. So you're going to bed all. Oh. I'll bed all, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So my first question to you, uh, what should I call you Uvi. as well? Anis? Should I call you my love? Uvi. <laughs> yes, fine. <laughs> I can't call, I don't, okay, my love. I'll call, you, I'll call you Dr. Uvi. Okay, no problem. Okay. Because it's like an official thing. Okay, yes, that's fine. We can do okay, that, yeah. I'll call you Dr. Uvi. So okay. Do- Dr. Uvi, can you tell me... Um, Actually, before before I, I go on to ask you the first question, yes. when we talk about mental resilience, just to read out um, a, a definition that I saw, um, that I'm just going to just to give context to this, because we hear the word resilient. To be resilient is a character trait or a skill or an ability that talks about being able to bounce back. 
But mental resilience, particularly, is a person's psychological capability and capacity to respond effectively to the circumstances with which they are faced. So regardless of what the person is going through, they, their mind is together, they're going through it, there's pain, there's hurt, etc. but they're able to withstand it and then go through it and come out on the other side. So that is the definition of mental resilience. Yeah. Okay. So to my first question, Dr. Ovier, what is your earliest memory of adversity? Adversity. Mm. Interesting question. Um, I, I, it, I think my memory of adversity is quite late in life, I think. When? <laughs> probably when I was in medical school. Medical school. How <laughs> old were you? I must have been about, so I entered when I was 17, 8, maybe about between 8, 19, I think I was. 19 was 19, your, yes. your earliest memory of adversity. Wait, yes, wait, yes, wait. So, yes. wait first. Um, you didn't go to boarding school. I didn't go to boarding school. <laughs> So, to, okay, talk me through your, let, let's even dial you back a little bit to gain con, some context yeah. for, for me, obviously, me, I know these stories, and I'm sure there's some things you say that I don't even know, yeah. but to give some context, mm. talk, talk us through very briefly your primary, your secondary school experience as a child growing okay. up. Were you like one of those children that, you know, before you even say, ah, they've given you... Well, it's something <laughs> like that. My friend used to say that ah, you're a pampa. No, anyway, I was the seventh of um, eight children. Mm. Um, and, and there's a gap. And, and the, the distance between me are... and the last one was about um, seven years. So I was probably the last born for, for a while. So <laughs> maybe there's an element of last born syndrome there. <laughs> <laughs> so grew up in that atmosphere where most of my siblings were always out of um, school. And uh, primary education, I remember vaguely, um, it was a smooth sailing um, time. What kind of child were you? Were you... I, was, I was a very naughty child. Really? In the sense that I was playful, very, very vocal, not intimidated by anything, mm. you know, and also very, I, I, I loved playing. You loved playing? I loved playing. After school, you play and play and play, play football. I was very acting in the drama. I was I was out there. So very extroverted. Very extroverted. That's, very a, that's extroverted. a big change from... Very, very, very <laughs> extremely extroverted. In fact, in fact, this is how it is. Someone was looking for me, one of my primary school mates, years after, like mm-hmm. when I was in university, came to look for me, was looking for me. Guess where he was looking for me? Looking for me parties. in the parties. In the clubs. In the clubs. <laughs> he felt this fellow will end up wow. in that this kind of places because I was so extroverted. So the Holy Spirit really did a lot of work. Did a lot of work. In fact, I had <laughs> I had a, a group of people that I used to go around with in Scratch Park back as then. Are you serious? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I was very extroverted in primary school. So, so um, there's uh, genetic multi- modification that has taken uh, place. Well, if you say that, <laughs> if you say that, people that are close to me know that I like to play. I, I know like that. To, I like to. I like to play a lot. So yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Okay, so you you go through primary school, um, basically enjoying your life. You yes, didn't no real no no real problems. No, Maybe no. your parents might scold you every now and then yes, for doing yes. something. Yeah. But life was good. Life was and good, then yeah. you go to secondary school. 
You didn't go to boarding school, did you? No, I didn't you? go to boarding school. Um, went to, I had a choice to go to boarding school, but my parents felt you go to. So, because that. Uh, <laughs> you <go> to, <laughs> they didn't want uh, you to suffer. It was a semi-boarding school. It was, boarding, it was, it was I wasn't not your boarding I wasn't school, staying diary. with my parents. I was staying with my uncle, which was... You were and his wife, his wife, his wife just was so lovely I know. She's, she was, she, she just was like, Papa uh, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, my auntie was very... I mean, it was, I was a day student, to be frank with you, and went to secondary school, and um, my... My I got I got saved early. Mm. I was about six, seven years old. Mm. Yeah, I got filled with the Holy Ghost about that time mm-hmm. in the first square camp. We used to go to this first square camp, mm-hmm. spent three or four days. And so we inter- I was in touch with the things of God. So my quite parents, early. Quite early. My parents my father was a pastor then and uh, we used to even the disciplines of fasting and all that. Mm. So um, you were already quite already, spiritually in, yeah, grounded by the I'll time. I'll say yes, I was exposed to that. And yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so um, going to secondary school, I think my father was, in my mind, was a role model for me. Mm. You know, watching him, uh, some things began to form inside me based on just watching him. Mm-hmm. You know, every morning he would sit down and be meditating on the bible muttering it to himself mm. you know that's the uh, memories it, i have about framed, him yeah in my mind he mm. was he was it, it framed my mind uh, he would go to he would, he would take us out in those days and um he will pay for himself with a company allowance and pay for us with his own allowance mm. so he wouldn't pay for so integrity integrity was mm-hmm. there and also i mean there was memories when we used to go to church then was one day we couldn't find the keys to the gate of the house. Mm. We were running late. They lived in the house. God will protect us. He would drive. We drove off. Left the house open. And we said that it could so, be a church so on time. Church. So, so those, those memories left, left a mark on you. Uh, a mark on me. So and well, I got in secondary school. I said that because I got in secondary school. Um, I mean, he just said, "Look," he told me this. He said, "Look, read your books diligently." lean on God, you'll be surprised on how much you can achieve. You will surprise yourself. Mm. I said, okay, let me do what he said. So I started reading my books, diligent, and I discovered, oh, I became sort of top mm-hmm. in class. I said, oh, wow, okay. What it he works. said is true. It's it works. True. You know, yeah. so, and I kept that mm. you know, going. In fact, I remember then, as I back in primary three was, um, I would write. You mean yeah, from three? From three. In second school, so yeah. I would write the mark I wanted to get hmm. in a particular test before mm-hmm. the test. Mm. And, you know, and I would say, God, this is what I want to get. Mm. You know, and it always happened, you know. Mm. So I began to do what he said and I discovered that, oh, it became top. I mm. was doing very well, you know. And, um, of course, I wasn't the perfect person, but in terms of academics... And you were you were flying my, high. You, flying you, high. You got you know it's it's interesting because for me, <laughs> my first taste of life and adversity was mm. at ten when I mm. when they shipped me off. You know, it took me a long time to forgive my mm. mother. Mm. Right, they shipped me off to boarding school. But looking back, it, it was the best thing for me because mm. I believe I you know I I personally I was I was pampered as mm. in I didn't I couldn't really do that much for myself mm. so it was a rude shock mm. I, I cried for a year mm. <laughs> as a literally I must say no as I literally cried every mm. day for a year 
mm. in school mm. because I was just like, this is too much suffering. Mm. They hate me. Why mm. am I here? Mm. But it was the best experience of my life because mm. I grew up. I just, mm. I had no choice. Mm. So, you know, talking about you, you're living at home. Well, not at home with your uncle and mm. your auntie mm. and you're day student going to school every day, coming back. Mm. By this time, you had a relationship with God. Yes, you I had did. started to develop mm. that relationship. <laughs> yes. And you were, you were doing very well academically. Yes. And so, the in- interesting thing is um, my uncle was strict. Mm-hmm. You know, he tried. It's now I think I know what he was trying to do. Mm. He was trying to grind me. And he was a military man, so he was trying to make me grounded in sort a of... A bit. A bit, yes. Yeah. So, um, I didn't understand it then, you know. So, um, but my relationship with God was, was good, but it was when I came in contact with... I think it was around form four-ish time. Mm-hmm. I came in contact with because we're first square background, mm-hmm. I think we should go to assemblies. I came in contact with Victory Christian Center Bishop in Taife. Mm-hmm. And my spiritual, there was a, like a spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. And the things of God sort of became, became real. more real to yes, me from yes. then on. Absolutely, and I understand so, that. And so massive evangelism, we, mm-hmm. there was a revival in my year in class. We used mm-hmm. to have sermons after school every day mm-hmm. in class. Yeah. People got there's a friend of mine called Michael Benson, Who's a pastor now? So it was that revival, Jonah, the mm-hmm. few of us. Um, it was a revival. People started getting saved, and mm-hmm. it was it was like that. So out we we, we left school with really that pumped. temple. So uh, spiritually, you're flying yeah, high. Yeah. You had apart from you know being raised in a Christian home, apart from you know knowing God as mm-hmm. early as six to seven, getting mm-hmm. born again, speaking mm-hmm. spirit. Um, it was around from four, which was probably age. 14, 14 years about 14, 14 yeah. thereabout yeah. whereby you had your own personal encounter yes, and i think a lot of yes, us have experienced yes, that exactly. where you actually really got to know exactly. god for yourself absolutely so spiritually you, you're even evangelizing gets people saved yeah, you're flying high mm. academically you're yeah. doing very well yeah. what did you finish your secondary school with no i had um i finished with eight distinctions okay. um, so but um it, it was I, I knew that it was you applied. I mean, God was involved. I, in it. Wait, it's yeah. okay. We, <laughs> we have to explain how we got there. We're yes. coming to the adversity. Okay. So, someone that finished, and I know there are a lot of A ones in that thing because mm. you still do shoulder now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you still do shoulder now that I got A one in physics. I got A one. Okay, so you got all these A ones, uh, distinctions, uh, etc., yeah, yeah. and then you go to University of Lagos to study yes. medicine. Yes, so, medicine. W- talk, talk. What was the rude shock? in terms of, you know, adversity. Okay. Because oh, so far, you had maybe little, little things to deal yeah, with every yeah, now and yeah, there, up yeah. to age 16 or yeah, however yeah, old you yeah, were. Yeah. So when when did when did you really get to the point where, like, eh, you mean life can be like this? Okay, yeah. So um, basically, very interestingly, um, year one went to, um, of course, we're in Medi- University of Lagos, Akoka yeah. campus, year one, um, joined the Fellowship called Redemption Fellowship. Mm-hmm. You know, I was actually still very studious. I, I had that, I knew that, okay, um, I had that air, that look that God has blessed you with a sound mind, mm-hmm. you know, and, but, but there was one thing I lacked. What was that? I, you know, naturally speaking, I like to help people, mm-hmm. you know, but I discovered that there was, something was growing inside me. The ability to feel empathic towards people that are struggling. Hmm. In, yes, especially um, not only academically, but just uh, in, life. in life, mm-hmm. I, I was losing that ability to be empathic. I think all the success that I'm getting into my head. 
Yeah. You know, so, you know, everything I get to my so I was losing that ability to actually empathize. Because naturally, when I was a very young child, um, even I was a very, I'm a very compassionate person. I was driven by mm-hmm. compassion. I remember I've said this before when my mother used to take us out. My parents used to go out. We see these children crawling on all fours, like disabled on, children begging on the street. On the side of on the street. Yeah. yeah, I was crying, as in weeping seriously. We can't go. We have to go back and cook some food for them, and give these children something. So you, you know? were you were born with that in it. That was that was yes. It was in it. Empathy yes. and compassion. Compassion. Without anybody preaching without, in sermons no, to you, without anybody saying no, love your neighbor, no, it was something that was always yes, inside you. Yes, and when I see even the security men in school, primary school, I remember then I'm saying, why is this old man doing this work? And mm-hmm. I always feel my heart would go out to him. I say, is there any way I can, can help, help him? him? You know, so that was that. That's my natural state. Right. So, but After, so I began to lose that hmm. feeling, you know, and you know, that be to did, feel did, compassion. Do you feel like? You, you got a bit maybe arrogant. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Arrogant with all the success, high Because you were doing so well and you had so me. Well. Yeah. Uh, my parents were very happy with me. So you're yeah, just happy, you know. Mm-hmm. And you begin to lose. I, I think I began to lose that. So I went to year one. I, in the first year, I did quite well. Yeah, I was you in the scattered it. Yet. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, this, so when the problems, the degeneration started, was in the second half of my time in med, I began to notice mm-hmm. I was struggling a bit mentally. I don't know if it's a combination of the fact the that pressures. I didn't go to boarding school one mm-hmm. to the pressures that are getting to me, you know, and I struggled through the second part of my stay in Unilag. So, but because I did so well in the first part, I sailed through. Mm-hmm. I got to you medical mean, school. Okay, let, let's fast forward to, you are now in Medilag, which yeah. is medical school, yeah. which is part one or part year one, two. Part one, yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, that's when the struggle began. Mm-hmm. Um, when you say struggle, what do I you just, mean? It was just overwhelming. As mm-hmm. in, in my mind, if you can, if you have brought out my thoughts and leave this place, you, you can't cope with this place. That's, mm-hmm. I, 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 I almost, nobody knew that on the outside, but inside me, I mm. felt, okay, I'm going to leave this place. This is too much for me. Mm. You know, it was oh, just too much. The pressure, the, the lecturers, pressure, the... The school, volume of work, everything was the just. Whole thing. It was I could I wasn't like control. Walls, it was cruising. it was spinning mm. around. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I didn't get myself at all. Mm. You know, we would do tests. I would get, I would do so bad in the test, but I, in, my mind, in my mind I would say, Ah, oh, no, I'm coming back. It's not me. <laughs> you know, so it it was. It's me now. I'll come back. You know. Yeah. So but you didn't come back. No, no, back. <laughs> you know, it's kind of. <laughs> I was just arrogant. Yeah, like uh, uh, no, me I, that was getting no, like. I, I'm coming back. You know, I just, just smile. Sometimes I just smile. I said, no. yeah. I got, I got feel this. I'm coming back. You know, <laughs> so but I lost complete control. And and when I look back, I'm very happy that those things that happened. you went through. Oh, I'm I'm so happy because I remember my brother asked me before around. I mean, sort of under secondary school. Said, you have experienced adversity. You say, well, do you know what adversity is? I say, adversity, what's adversity? Hmm. And like I say, adversity, what do you mean by that? As in, I looked at him as... With this day, like this day, me, why would I? Exactly. So, I, I, so when I think about that, that's such a shallow, <laughs> yeah. you shallow just, perspective I, of life. I think it was not a reflection of you as a person. Yeah, it was yeah. a reflection of the fact that life had just pretty much been smooth sailing yeah, for you. Yeah. And you got the wrong idea of how uh, true life, life really yeah, was. So was Maybe you idea. had been protected a bit. Yes, and, yeah. and the wrong... 
a wrong concept of the scriptures yeah. as well. Of, of the, of yeah. the, of the scriptures. I did, I did, God I did. never paints us that picture. No, no, no. I don't a, know where I got it of from. Of a trouble-free life. No. Yeah. So, so basically, but, but one good thing that happened to me, which I'll thank my sister always for, she introduced me to someone. Mm. Um, we know the somebody, Pastor Koji. You know, it's um, I, I say this with gravity. You know, my, I said my father was my mentor and all that, but I was in Unilag. I mean, I moved to Jaraba. Mm-hmm. So there's this her pastor that, you know, that prays all night. And when he says that, my ears go up, ah, you know, and that. So, I mean, interesting. Wait, 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 wait first. Why did your ear go? Was it like a competition kind of thing? Like, oh, no, 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 no. You like know, respect, I, like wow. Wow, no, you know. Praise God. I, 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 I always gravitate to a spiritual thing. I love, I love seeing people that pray. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, what she told me about it, I said, wow. Did she not give me a message that he had preached called the seed experience? It's like a tape. A tape. It was mm-hmm. this. It was tape that used this. So I was. The, I, there was no light in my parents' house. I, I was during one of the holidays, so I, I was. I know. I was there myself. So I, I booked battery, and I played it. You mean that night? That no, night. Like, there was no light at all. No, it was, it was in the daytime, but there was no light. So in I, that on in, that on day, that day yeah, yes. So I, I put the batteries in that in the old. I know now. Like, we all used it now. <laughs> as I played it. What I was hearing was unbelievable. Hmm. It changed my life from that. I mean, I, I heard a message that it turned my whole life about the concept of Christianity. It turned mm. it upside down, inside and right side up. Mm. It, I think the transformation started then. So wh- at what stage? Was that when you had started to like not do very well in school, fail exams? Yes, I, I, I started. I'm I started, baffled by yeah, the fact uh, yes. that you're not doing well. Yes, ah, what's yes, going on yes, here? yes. So... So when I began to hear that, I said, wow, so this is what Christianity is. It, mm. What it brought was the fact that you Christianity and what Jesus Christ did was could be practically applied to your daily living. And mm. the resurrection power of Christ is mm-hmm. not a theoretical thing. Mm. It is designed to bring to life any mm. dead situation mm. or event in your life. Mm. And it is a sure thing. Mm. And how you can practically take mm. the seed of God's word and 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 trigger the resurrection power mm. in your life in a practical way. My mm. life, I was jumping in my father's sitting room that day you when I like, heard that wow. message. So, yeah. Wow. So, I mean, and other things were going on on the outside. It culminated when I was in part two. Be, just just to buttress what you, mm. that's a word that I picked up from you that yes. he said that I now say to um, that what you just said there is one 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 of the key messages that you always you know pass across to us on Sunday etc is that truth cannot be imbibed unless there's there's adversity there's a need yes. so for someone that got born again age six age seven filled mm. with Holy Spirit mm, mm. smooth sailing you knew mm, God mm, you know mm. leading people to Christ but it was almost as if like a second born again experience it where was, it was. you didn't really understand resurrection power or who Jesus was until See, you really, yeah. really needed him. Yes, exactly. Mm, exactly. That's and, interesting. And I really needed him because mm. I got culminated into the second year medical school, second yeah. MBA, where um, I lost complete control and ended up with five receipts at the end of the second MBA. So five exams, five exams, five receipts. Five receipts you know, and but by then, thank God for His mercies. You I had been, imbibed. Yes, you had been the hearing the messages, so a seed had been planted, planted inside you, inside me. You mm. know, and you know, hearing those messages, and the other thing, my parents really had inculcated that fasting discipline in me. Mm. So it's a lifestyle. I started fasting quite a lot during mm-hmm. this period. Yeah. In fact, uh, so 
Um, so, so talk us through when you first heard the news, because obviously there's been like a gradual from A1s, A distinctions, etc. Of be feeling on top of the world academically, mm. yeah. even spiritually, yeah. even yeah. family wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the loved mm. son yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, to now get to that point where you walk up to the results board mm. and you failed. Basically, filled the year. Filled the year, yes, yeah. Yeah. So mm. basically, um, I remember that day clearly. It was um, I was I didn't even get to the results board. You know, <laughs> I, I came into my room because my room you could jump in from the fence into my room. So it was a short fence, so, so right. we just used to jump rather than go around. You really? know, so we just jumped. All of us wow. used to do it. So we just jumped in, and uh, one of my <laughs> friends was waiting for me. I remember him. He said, come, come, come. I said, how was the results? I said, come, come, come. I said, how was it? And I said, sit down. <laughs> so I knew that there was a problem here. Yeah. You know. But meanwhile, I was, I'd been fasting. I said, Lord, help me. <laughs> yeah. Lord, help me. I, I, and I'll say something here. You mm-hmm. know, you know, there's something called faith and corresponding action. Mm. So what I did was, what I did was... In the I, holiday, leading, in the holiday to leading to the start to, of the new semester. Yeah, so yeah. I took my books. I said, because I was really fast, but there was fear, deep fear inside yeah, my heart. Yeah, that you had failed. I had failed. Yeah. But I was fasting, <laughs> fasting, fasting, Lord. Lord, intervene, Lord. So I carried the books, all my books, all yeah. my study books. I, I, at my parents' house, I put them on the top locker. Uh-huh. I said, this is faith. By faith. By faith. But your heart I'm, was full of fear. My heart was full of fear. <laughs> I said, I, said, I put them, and I put them on the top locker, and locked the locker. I said, this yes. This is my corresponding action. This is my corresponding action. It is done. <laughs> It's done. I've succeeded in this exam. There was fear inside your heart. <laughs> so, so let's see if it worked. Yeah, so so as, as, as I jumped over the fence, he said, sit down. So I said, I sat and said, I said, how is it? Not? He said, this out. He said, yes. Said, how, how did I do? Um, I said, I have received. He said, yes. He said, how many? I said, I said, how many? He was just, he was just nodding because he couldn't mm-hmm. say anything. Yeah. I said, one. He said, no. I said, two. He said, no. I said, three. I said, I said, four. I said, I said, five. I said, yes. I said, five. I remember that. I said, five. I was actually physically shaking. shaking. Yeah. I was physically shaking. Mm. You know, then all of a sudden, I remembered all the messages mm. that I've been listening to mm. from Pastor Kojun. From Pastor Kojun. Mm. I think every man, you need it. And all the I've been listening to, and it just came that this is the opportunity to experience, to experience the, the resurrection, resurrection power, power of Christ. So as I said, so and I said, when you get there, the first thing is to begin to give God thanks in the messages. in the midst of yeah. in the messages. So yeah. I said, okay, this is the time now. I was shaking, my legs were trembling. I said, Father, thank you, Jesus. You were saying this out loud. Out loud. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus, yeah. for the opportunity to experience the resurrection power. Thank you, Jesus. I give you praise for this is an opportunity. To experience your power. I know. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I was just repeating those words. And mm. I started to feel a surge mm. of strength mm. coming inside me at mm. that point in time. Mm. Mm. And from then on, I next thing I did was I went to the sports field where we pray. Mm. And I began to declare words. Mm. I began to declare words. I know that this, this shall, shall turn, turn to, to my, my salvation. salvation. Mm. I know that the resurrection power has quickened me. Mm. I know that I have overcome this. Situation. And honestly, my consciousness has lifted from so that point. Do you think the way you, the, the first response, I do think, you think it set the course? I think so. The first word you speak in any adversity, I mm. think determines how the trajectory. But, but it's also 
out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth yes. speaks. So yes. you can't conjure up you stuff conjure that up. was not already in your heart. Yes, you can't. So no. that's why you also say things like, you know, in the times of peace. Yes. Keep meditation on the word. Keep listening There's to no messages. major challenge no, like that, no. but keep feeding yourself. Yes. Because when the challenge hits, it's, it's what you have put inside that will come out. Absolutely. Someone that has, let's say you had not been engaging with all those messages, you mm. would have probably responded in fear, in fear yeah. and despair mm. and say, oh, this mm. is over. Mm. I, you know, I'm mm. out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because that's, yeah. You said that's how you're feeling. Yes. You know, that I can't cope, I can't, yeah, this exactly. is too much for me. Exactly. You would have probably said those I'd have said those things, yeah. So, yeah. Um, it would have been the way out. I don't yeah. think I'd have survived it. Yeah. So, what happened was next was, I now got, after that, I got up. I was mentally, I now got, you see, someone sent a message to me and said, someone, a, a, one of the friends I had who was, I used to look up to then, said, mm. his name was Chris Musa. He said, if there's anyone, that will somehow this adversity. It is Uvier. Mm. So when you hear words like that words from people, mm. it does something inside you as well. Mm. So I left that place that day. I went straight to a friend's place um, in school to pick from that night, that, that same night, mm -hmm. to pick up her study books mm. for the revision mm. on her notes. So how I'm assuming that, yes, you now needed to redo the exams before the new six semester weeks. commenced. So you only had six weeks six for weeks one year's one work. work. Yeah, six yeah. weeks work. So I, yeah, six weeks work. So I took the books and I was ready to go. And my my state, mental state, had changed already. Mm. So if you looked at me, you, you wouldn't can, you know. Tell. You, you thought, oh, she, yeah, she uh, passed. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, because people say, ah, they, 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 they. she did not be crying. In she did fact, not be, one of yeah. the fellowship heads in the other fellowship saw me say, oh, I said, yeah, yes. He said, you don't look like someone that has like, five receipts. Mm. And I wasn't conjuring it. Mm. It was just coming out. It was coming just out. coming out mm. because of the thing. So It wasn't forced. It wasn't forced. So it's like, it was, so that was, the the, 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 the place was set. Mm. I went and told my parents. My father was you told them. I told my father. <laughs> but my mental state had shifted. So he was even feeling bad for me, yeah. I'm sure. But, yeah. you know, he woke up. In the morning, in, in I woke up the next morning. He said, "You had five exams and five receipts." He was writing and calculating. <laughs> he, he, he couldn't. It was. It was. I'm gonna you write five exams and fill five, five exams. Receipts. So, but I, in my heart, I was settled in my heart. Mm. To be honest with you, and what I used to do then, the process now started. So I got the scripture, which was in the book of Corinthians, that says. We have the same spirit of faith. So mm. we're crushed down but not destroyed. Mm -hmm. Persecuted but not forsaken. Mm. Cast down but not destroyed. Mm. Always bearing in our body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the life also of Christ and might be made manifest. manifest in our mortal flesh. Mm. And I say we have in the same spirit of faith as we believe. Therefore, we speak knowing that mm. he that raised up Christ from the dead will raise us up from the dead. He says the Holy Ghost will begin to teach you. And mm. Paul said in First Corinthians that we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in him that raises the dead, who mm. delivered us from so great a death, and he will yet again deliver, deliver In other us. words, that scripture is basically saying the reason why we face adversity yeah. is to remove that trust in yourself. In yourself, exactly. And you can put the trust, trust in, in God. God. Because yeah. adversity is basically something that's bigger than it's bigger than you. So that was bigger than me, definitely. I mean, I can I do mean a challenge, you can say, okay, strategize. Yeah. If I do this, if I yeah, do this, yeah. I can this solve one. the problem. Yeah. But adversity is like, it's done. it's done. There's nothing physically that do. I can do that can help me with this. Exactly. So it removes that trust yes. in yourself. Exactly. And it places it firmly yeah. in God. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and 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 this is you're talking of one year's work in six weeks. It's not as okay. if I had knowledge. 
You just. No, there was no. So wait, empty. you didn't read your books? I didn't read my books. <laughs> as I should have. I read a bit, but not as I should. Oh, have. I did. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so, 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 okay. so, yeah. basically, uh-huh. one year's work in six weeks. Okay, so how did you surmount this adversity? So those two scriptures, those two scriptures, and the Holy, it says the Holy Ghost will take the things. Mm-hmm. Um, of Jesus' eyes have not seen. He said the, the Spirit will take those things. God has revealed those things to us by His Spirit. He said, mm-hmm. which things also we speak. Mm-hmm. Not with words which woman's, human wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches. So the Holy Ghost gave me, a, in, in interacting with the Word, He gave me confession. You know, I'm listening to those messages. Mm-hmm. He says, the resurrection of Jesus Christ was independent of His actions. Mm. The Spirit Himself came and, and infused life into His dead body. Mm. Mm. and caused him to rise up from Mm. the dead. So also, in this exam, the resurrection of my victory is independent of my action. action. The Holy Ghost himself. That's deep. No, this was I would say. The Holy Ghost himself has come in and has quickened me Mm. in this exam. Mm. So that was was, was the word. And only God can show you that. He showed me that. You you have to go to him and ask him to open your eyes. You can't just go and say, let me just take a random scripture. For it to really hook you. It was. It, it has was. To be something that's revealed. It was. Yes. It was mm. revealed. And so the work started. I started reading my books. The struggle. Were, were was you there. struggling? As in, were there thoughts bombarding your mind, saying it's not possible? You know, you know this is your. To, you are, to be you honest with you, to be honest with you, the the the, the assurance of the word was so strong. And, and there was a good feeling. There was a sweet feeling in me. And you know? I'm assuming that you also kept yourself in an atmosphere. That that helped us. So you kept listening to tapes. For, for, to be honest with you, in that season, I, I didn't have the time to listen to it because all my time right, was... Right, because so, you had to study. And what happened, the beauty of it is that God... The so how did God, you sustain that level of, that consciousness of faith? I'll, I'll tell you what happened. So mm. the, the consciousness was... So when I began to study, God brought people my way. Mm-hmm. As early as the second day. Mm. The word is so powerful. Mm. He brought someone my way that said, okay, let's do this like this. Someone that was not in close to said, oh, come, come ahead. That you had these exams. Come, come, come. Let's break your day, 24 hour day, into hours. Mm-hmm. So it broke the, we're working with hours now because mm-hmm. we didn't have time. Yeah. It broke it into hours. It said you use four hours for study, one hour for question. Someone came and said, okay, we'll cook your food for you. Mm. We'll cook breakfast and dinner for you. We'll so help came, help came straight away. Help came straight away by the mm-hmm. way. So, but how I was maintained? So I'll go to the library in the morning mm-hmm. and I'll leave at night. Mm-hmm. You know, and... The interesting thing is that I was helping people that had two receipts, one receipt, three receipts to actually write a program for them to study with. So you're still helping people in the midst of your yeah, own. No, no, because the, the consciousness of God, the, the power, the surge of the word inside mm-hmm. me was so strong. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's, that's the only way I can explain. How did you maintain it? Because How did I maintain it? Yes, I'll tell you what, what I used to do. So when I come back home from the library, my room was a very... Spiritual people, room. People used to come into my room. Oh, and lots of people, lots oh, of party friends. Room. No, no, people, lots of friends used to come in. Fellowship oh, okay. guys. Yeah, one of those people. So the, my of... neighbor's room was empty. <laughs> right. So just shows you how focused I was. You know, I would go to my neighbor's room instead. I would mm. lie on the bed mm. and start muttering scriptures to myself. So basically, you would meditate daily. Yes, as in those scriptures, the yeah. Second Corinthians. Yeah. I, would, I would mutter it to my lying on the bed. I'll be close sitting. Close my eyes. I began to mutter it to myself. We have in the same spirit of it. I'll read it and I'll mutter it to myself. How long would you do that for? Hours. Hours. 
at least maybe an hour because yeah. it was it was an ex- it became a pleasurable experience i'll be running back to the room to go and do that because i was having it, it, it became more than the exam i was mm. having encounters with what it's, happened it's at the like resurrection a, of yeah, christ you were getting to know jesus yes i was getting it's, it's as though i could feel him yeah i could feel inside what happened to him fire. in that inside yeah. the fire inside i could actually almost contact how he what was happening at the point where he rose from the dead and and how that nothing is impossible because of that. So mm. I began to have deep impressions of who Jesus really is mm. and what Christianity is about. Okay, that, that, that answers my question because yes. you know you can't. To you have to some there has to be an injection, constant yeah. injection of yeah. life. Yes, yeah. yeah. so to maintain happening. that that so level of faith. Yeah, that right. Happening. Okay, so um, how did you end up? So what happened next? So I kept on doing that daily, going. So go to the library, come study, back, meditate. Go to the library, come back, meditate. So you know, I was this, doing that. Fast come, forward to fast the forward. day of the exam, the of the or, exam. or how? So you, the day of the exam came. So as always, fear. Now I wanted to come upon. Like me. almost like reality. Yeah. Oh my god! It's time. Uh, <laughs> now or never. Yeah. You know. So and if you fail more than if you fail one, you repeat the whole year. You know, and you fail again, you're sent out. So basically, that fear wanted to come. That. Mm. <laughs> You know, so what happened now was, you know, the word is so powerful. I can count every day of that exam and see the intervention and the move of the spirit. Talk us through it. Okay, the first day of the exam. The and first all of these were produced by the word. By the you word. didn't go around, didn't go around. seeking anything and trying to conjure anything no, up or no. trying to make anything happen. And, and you know how the word has entered? Mm. When people now ask me on the street. Mm-hmm. How's it going? I say I have passed. I mean, you can't even just say that. Yeah. I, I tell the person I have passed the exam. I've succeeded. And it's not. It's great. Because, I wasn't forcing it. Because the truth is, sometimes we say it, yeah. but you're like you were doing mm. that we the first time when you were yeah, hiding yeah, your books away. Yeah, yeah. The heart is full of fear. Yeah, yeah. But you have a rehearsed answer mm. that you want to give anyone that asks you. Exactly. But what you are saying is you weren't even thinking about it. Just Someone asked you, and before you knew it, that's what came out of you. Yeah, so, so it was what was, was inside, inside you. Your heart, yeah. yeah. So so basically. And that, so, so basically, when the exam came, then the fear wanted to come in, but the Holy Ghost began to move. I mean, mm. the word began to move in ways that. It, 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 so, the first day, the mm. first exam, what happened was I was in my room. The next day was pharmacology. The first one was pharmacology, I think. So, someone sent me a question paper. Someone, a friend of mine, just said, Give this to UVA mm. and let him use it. So, I took the question paper. Uh, past question, I was revising, just read through it, read through it, read through it, read Got to the exam hall. It was the exact paper. Exact paper. Mm. Smooth sailing, went through it. But I haven't said that. So there was a break between the first exam and the second exam. So mm-hmm. there was such an aura mm. of the presence of God around me. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, between the first and second exam, I, I was sitting down waiting. I, you know, I could actually feel angelic presence, to be honest with you. Yeah, angelic it's a product of presence. all the words you know, and the yeah, meditation. Yeah. And angelic presence. So it just says, why don't you... And there was this piece. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just read this topic? Read this topic. It was just like an impression. Yeah. So I was just reading through those topics, you know. Because the, the truth is, it was physically impossible to cover it's a not, year's no, content no, 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 in six not, weeks no, of no, medical no. school, nonetheless. No, no, but to be honest with you, I read, I read everything. You read everything. I read everything. Did you understand everything? To no, be everything. Able to no, the no, 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 not really. But I, I went through everything. Yeah. But I'll show you what the Holy Ghost did. So mm. it was bringing specifics yeah. now at the exam point. Yeah. So the, he, like the impression to focus, focus on, on this so, one. Yes, because exactly. you can you can read the whole I just thing. Scan but it through, yes. You can scan it. Yeah. But if they now really ask, ask you deep it. questions In on fact, it, you won't that, be able that, to answer that. Like, yeah. The weekend before, mm-hmm. the professor of anatomy asked me certain questions. Like. I couldn't answer them. 
That's yeah. the weekend. Like, this weekend is Friday. Before the exam. He asked me, so he said, you are, the exam's on Monday. He said, how many, because I don't have time to actually, because I read through that, mm-hmm. and you know how it is. It's not very deep. He said, you have, how many races do you have? I said, five. He said, five. Are you still answering like this a weekend before? He said, you need, you need a divine intervention to pass. <laughs> That's what he told me. He said that means you, it's not possible. Yeah. You know. Okay, you know, so, so the Holy Spirit impressed on you. Yeah, to uh, read. read. As in the, between, between the break. Between, between two exams. So for the first exam, someone has sent you a paper. Yes, exactly. Which so was exactly the same, same paper. paper. So they said, read, read this. So I, yeah. I went through it. You can, you can actually feel the... So I went in and, and as soon as I got there... Mm-hmm. It was exactly, <laughs> exactly what, what I so read. So paper you know, two. Paper two, you know, so... What happened next? Next. So I was in my room. When, so my friend from upstairs, the next day mm-hmm. called me, he said, "Come, come, come!" And my colleague in my in, we're in the room together one day he said, "Come, come, come to my room." From nowhere, he just said, "Okay, I want to teach you this." We're teaching us the anatomy of the liver and how you know. We're teaching us that and taught us in details. <laughs> when I got to the exam hall, that's what exactly I saw. That, three. You know, so yeah, I began to just write what he told me. Yeah. Then the next day, mm-hmm. this, I got back to home. I got back to the room. Then, Mr. Dr. B of mm-hmm. Blessed Memory is going mm-hmm. to be with the Lord now. He was walking to the exam hall. I met him Halfway. at the intersection. Yeah. And I was looking through a question paper. And I was just looking at it with him. And just read through it. And I got to the exam hall. That was the exact, exact question. Wow. So, all I was doing was... Because I was just making the answers I saw mm-hmm. on that paper. Yeah. You know, and... So that's divine help. No, that's 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 when the word begins to move through. The angels begin to. Okay, so that's you what I always say. It. Like the manifestation that we want to die on top is always effortless. It's effortless. So the work is getting your getting heart that to that place of yeah, rest. That's it. Once you enter into rest, God takes, God over, takes over and He begins to bring things your way yeah. that you would not in a million years yes. of hard work yeah. and plotting mm. and all that been mm. able to accomplish. Then the last two, the the my neighbor comes. One guy, his name was Hezekiah. Mm. He says, I want to tell you about the life cycle of the mosquito parasite. He said, he's very playful chap. He started telling me, from demonstrating, sa- demonstrating to me. <laughs> I was just listening to him. Mm. In, and I got to the hall. And it was exactly, exactly the, same the same thing. So it was a, it was just a miraculous hmm. orchestration of the spirit. And, and I, I believe that that was when, I mean... After that point, nobody could have told you again that like, no. Jesus does not exist. No, Jesus. That, that was, Jesus, that was no. when you almost became I, I, one. I I, yeah, I understood who Jesus was, and I understood the power of the resurrection, and I understood what it meant to be Christian. Christian. So I ask you this, and I ask you this after every story that yeah. we talk about. So this might go a bit long today, but I'm sure you are enjoying this. Yes. Are you glad looking back? By the time the exams, because obviously you came out and you pre- you 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 passed all five exams, hmm. when you look back, were you glad that you went through oh, the five bri- receipts? Brilliant! I'm I'm so glad I went through. Why? It. Why? Because I I, would, I don't think I would have known Jesus, Jesus to that point. Yeah. Because I I and I now began to know him in a deeper dimension. I began mm. to know who he was. I, is, is, is the way I can explain? It, I began to understand what happened at the Red Sea. Mm. I began to understand the. I, that's the best way I can. There was, there was a knowledge, that knowledge came. inside me yeah. that came. That, that would not have come, come any other way. way. No, yeah. No, no. Okay. Yeah. So um, let's let's fast and forward. And also, now. Something, even okay. the, the the result was almost like an anticlimax to me mm. on the process. Mm. You know. Okay. Yes. All right. So moving on. Uh, so that was like <laughs> your your first real that was adversity. Like was a was a real one. Initiation. I think it did even start with a small adversity. No, it was no. one that could potentially have 
gotten you kicked out of medical school. Yeah, yeah. So at this at this point, you've you graduated from medical school and um, you then went on to practice medicine. You eventually moved to the United Kingdom, um, you know, and you know I, I'm sure there's things that you've overcome in your career as well mm. um, in order to be where you are today um, to achieve the success that you have achieved. But I want us, because of time, I want us to sort of take the focus off uh, career now to move into family. Mm. Um, and the first one, so I, I know of two, two major adversities or challenges, right, I should say, or adversity that you have faced and overcome. Um, and, you know, the first one is actually having a child mm. do you want to talk oh to yes that one? yes yes having a child where well, we got um, um so so if you're listening to this and you don't know um Uvi and i i'm Uvi's second wife not because he has two wives but <laughs> why are you laughing <laughs> okay um he was married before mm. um but I'll, I'll let you tell it yeah yeah so basically i got married first time in 2000 um and i were married and i think in the first year second year we began to try for a child and we tried and tried and tried and tried um nothing happened but we came to england and this is after when going to the eighth year um Tijiri was born in the ninth year of having tried mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is, when after some time, you have to say, I mean, will this, will this so you just actually saw, happen? After you saw my eyes that what was happening? I mean, in nine years, yes. What what, what was this? What was as in both your state of mind? I mean, as in, I mean, you, you are two people that are completely devoted to God. Yes. You love God. God loves you. What is going through your minds? As, but, as in, but there was no, there was no a time where I mean, it was something that you, you desired. But there was mm-hmm. no a time where you said, "God, why?" That never happened for mm-hmm. some reason. Mm-hmm. I think somewhere. Why not? Somewhere, you know that, even though you might say, "Will this ever happen?" But somewhere, you, 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 there was just something inside us that we, we, there was no agitation or fear. Why? It was probably because we had experienced God in different areas of life mm. and we knew that i mean my years in medical school i mean it, it built inside me a mm. a quiet resilience that mm. i knew in my heart that even if your life doesn't move at the pace of others mm-hmm. or what others expect mm-hmm. that god will always come through there was something inside there, you know. You, you don't have to do all the shenanigans on the outside, all mm-hmm. the no, no, no. There's, there was just There's a, a quiet, quiet confidence. confidence there that that it will come. Which is which is it you will know, come. My the definition that I read out in the beginning about mental resilience. So mm-hmm. resilience in itself is the ability to bounce back yeah. from adversity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But mental resilience is the ability, the capability. Mm-hmm to be able to face whatever it is and just yeah. keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's one of the things that I respect the most about you, mm. that you're, you're going through stuff and you're not faking it. Mm. Because if you fake it long enough, mm. the true thing you're mm. feeling mm. will come out and at an accelerated rate mm. that yeah. the person can mm. self-destruct. Mm. So that is basically what you're saying, yes. that you are in a marriage and you and your wife, 
I mean, it's getting to two years, three years, four, years, five years, six years, seven years. You're like, what's going on? But you're telling me that through all of that, you just had this quiet confidence. There was quiet confidence. There was there was there was, there was a quiet confidence, and I think is based on your experiences as well with God. That mm-hmm. experience, that's why I say it's invaluable. The experience I had when I started having, there's so many challenges, I won't go into them. That yeah, I even to, as, after that uh, yes, one. Yes, yeah, yeah, I began to know well, that yeah. God, even in my career, I began to know that He will always come through. That it will always work it, out. It will that always work out. That God can't fail. Yes, it can't fail. Yeah. And and we've gotten a word for that, um, that the, the child, mm. and, and we knew that it will come to pass, mm. you know, to come to pass, mm. you know. And when it finally happened, I can remember that they carried him and tears came to my eyes because, not because the emotional fact that this word has come again after mm. nine years, mm. you know, when I carried him in my hands, I actually carried my son in my hand, child mm. in my hands mm. after, you know, it looked as though it was impossible. Mm. So that that confidence is much more than having the miracle. It's, it's about the integrity of the, of word. the word of God, mm. you know, so, and, and it built another layer of mm-hmm. resilience inside me that no matter what's happening, it doesn't matter what the report of the people are, mm. it doesn't matter what people say, it doesn't mm. matter what the professor said, what mm. the doctors say, it doesn't matter, it is, it is that the word of God is beyond human, um, human ability or human decrees or human projections, mm. so, so, uh, so I've learned one of the things I've learned is the the timings of my life are not dependent on what's going on around me. Mm. I'll eventually get it. Mm. In fact, my wife said this that she, I mean, my first wife, mm. she said this that she's noticed that I won't push you. That there's something inside you that you know that it always comes, mm. but not when I want it. I might be saying, "Good, do this." But you, you, As in, she might be saying, saying do, 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 do. trying to push but, you. Yeah, but but in my mind, I know that <laughs> this thing will come. Just, I, just, just yeah. relax. I do that for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm led to, to do what? To leave you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to say, well, God, he's your son. God, and God, I know that God, when he's God, ready. God will come through. God will come through. God always comes through. Yeah. I think it only doesn't come through when we give up. Mm. So the the only time that word is at is um, at risk of failing is if you if we give, if, up. If you give up if you give up if you keep holding on to that it word will it, will, it will come to pass and you you have come to this knowing and this confidence yes, yes. as a result of the different encounters that you have had in my life as a person. So you you know you're saying to someone that's probably listening to this now and maybe believing God for a child or believing for whatever it is that mm. at the moment looks completely out of their reach. Yeah. What would you say to that person? I'll say, I'll say, hold on to that word. Um, I'll say, uh, don't give up because the only access that God has is is your holding on to it. Mm, you know, into your life. Into yes, mm. so into your life. You know, so it will come to pass. And the other thing is, most of the pressures we have is from the outside. Mm. The, comp- the people outside, what time. people say, oh, time is going. Time is going. Mm. I mean, what do people say? The, how are people looking at me? Mm. You know, if you can just keep that word going and hold on to it, God will always come. Mm. You know, he, he's too faithful. Mm. He's too faithful, you okay. know. You know that, that's what I would say. You know, he's too faithful. You know. Okay. So, um, we're now going to move on to the Third and final. So there are many, but we just <laughs> we just pick three uh, main uh, ones. Uh, let me say something about my car. I'll just say okay. Uh, blank. Yeah. I came to this country in two thousand and two, 
and I became a consultant in 2017, that's 15 years, with lots of challenges which would have made me give up. Mm. And the training takes seven years, but it took me 15 years because there were many ups and downs which normally you would give up, but <laughs> there's something that God has placed inside all of us that if we hold on to that word, it won't let you quit. Mm. You know, to let you quit. No matter what is happening, you will get to that destination. Mm. So I'll say. Okay. Um, so, you know, there, there are so many things that that would qualify as adversity, but um, we've, we've chosen to dwell on three. Um, so the third one that we're going to talk about is, because obviously somebody listening to this, yeah, how come you're now married to allow me? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. do you want to talk us through? Yeah, so, That's so, probably, so, so, you know, le- so. let me say this before you start. This one, this one, I mean, you know, a lot of us may have failed exams. A lot of us may have had challenges with our careers and stuff, maybe even health challenges that we've overcome. But not many of us, you know, uh, not many people will go through this one. I mean, it, it's, 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 uh, it's an elite club. <laughs> not, not a lot of people, you know, um, praise God, um, go through this particular one. And this is the height of adversity. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, um, I just overcome the major one of the major. I just passed the final of my exams. So, I was in the stage where I was in accelerating my career. I was like, it's okay for broke now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so my wife, my first wife, so fell ill, diagnosed with a brain tumor, which was classified as um, stage four. Told us that she had about maybe eighteen months to live. Mm. You know. So. But in my heart, I, I, I just didn't accept it in that sense that I didn't believe that was going to happen. Mm. So we stood on the wall, we prayed, we, we confessed and all that. But she eventually passed away. But I've learned by experience that with every affliction, I, I, don't, I don't see any negative in any circumstance. It was painful. It was as though the carpet was pulled out of my legs. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a question for yeah. you. I have a question for you. For someone that has walked with God, mm. for someone that has seen God come through. Yeah, I mean, you had you've gone through so much adversity. Mm. Uh, albeit in the area of career, school, uh, uh, and then eventually having, you know, tajiri, etc. Uh, and you've seen God come through. Yeah. You said it yourself that. You, you know, it doesn't I, matter. Wait, yeah, wait, wait. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. You see, God, what were you thinking? As in, for this one, because you were standing on the word, yes. that you know, believing that she yeah. would overcome yeah. it, she yeah. would be healed. Yeah. Yes. I, I, when, I, I, when it happened, it, it, oh. it, honestly, to be honest, I was out till the point where she took her last breath. You I, were still standing. I, I was still standing. I, I did. I just didn't. In my, it, in my it never, it never occurred. occurred. To you, I, like, I didn't. I didn't think that. I said it's not possible. I mean, yeah. this is not no. It's not possible that the, he always it always comes true. Yes, you know? which is my question. You know, so so when ha- she took so her when, last breath. So when when it happened, when she took her last breath, you know, I was I was right there and she was in, on my arms. Yeah. You know, I was trying to do CPR. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was even say come back. I mean, I I just didn't believe it. I know mm-hmm. I was dazed. I was dazed. I just couldn't. 
I remember, I, I remember, I just couldn't. I, I, you couldn't process I couldn't it. Process like your mind was, was like, no, no, was, this is it was, a No, it was, it was, right. it was my, I was in a, in a state of complete confusion. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I wept bitterly. Mm-hmm. I wept, I wept, I wept. Not even the first day. Just, I came out. <laughs> I so came and looked at the body. Date. I said, this, <laughs> you know, because I had my scriptures lined up and everything. Of you course, know. that's that's what I'm saying. Because you, you know. you've seen God always come through. Yeah, so so you couldn't have just, expected no, anything so, else. So just so I am. Um, the second day, I I just burst out, mm-hmm. weeping, cried and cried and cried and cried and cried, you know. And you know, each day was going was so all I was doing then from this from the when I that second day I broke as I cried and cried and cried. So I. I started saying, okay, this has happened now. What do I do next? It was as though I didn't even know what to do next. So all I was doing was just praying the Spirit. Mm. I don't know where the strength came from to pray the Spirit. What was, what was going through your mind? Okay. My, were you, I mean, were you asking questions? Were you saying, God, I don't understand. I was, I was, okay, so where me. did I miss it? What right. did I do wrong? How did right. I, what should I have done? Are you mm. saying, Jesus, I mean, are you saying that, this, the, as the in, he's always power. come to. He's always come to. Does yeah. not bring about resurrection. I mean, are mm-hmm. you saying that this is too big? Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, I was, I was, I was just going on through my mind. So I was praying the spirit, praying the spirit, praying the spirit. For answers, I was praying the spirit. You know, and I think I, I, at any point were you like God. You, as in, what are you doing? As in, no, I did, didn't think did that. you at any point direct any kind of accusations? No, funny God? enough, no, I didn't. Okay, go on. I didn't, yeah. you know, but I didn't actually. That's thinking back, I didn't. Mm-hmm. What I was searching for is where did I miss it? Mm-hmm. Where like did, did you I miss at it? any point fail in standing or yes. did something wrong? Yes, I was looking, that's what I was looking for because yeah. I think it was ingrained into me that, that God never fails. That God never fails. Yeah. So the problem is always on the receiving end. Mm-hmm. You know, God never feels God is constant. Yeah. You know, it was painful. It was sad. It was so. so where did I miss it? You know, how did I? Where did I go wrong? Mm-hmm. And God began to show me some things mm-hmm. which are personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I began to see them. Like, oh, okay. But what He showed me that really turned the tide around is He began to show me something. He said to me, "So God always speaks to me through His Word." Mm-hmm. So uh, how long? As in, uh, I'm oh. assuming. Oh, this was this the, was this was an ongoing process. Everything was going on the outside preparation. I and know. People so around, yeah. it, I'm assuming you are still re- overcome with grief. Yes, yes. You know the the days after that. Yeah. But you're saying that all you could do was pray in the spirit praying because spirit. you couldn't. You couldn't really That's start singing do. praises. That's what I was you praise you didn't have the strength to start saying, oh, mm. praise the Lord. You were no. just praying in the praying spirit. spirit. Yes, praying, praying spirit. throughout the whole arrangement, burial. Yeah. So if this I, on, This was, sorry, pardon me. This went on for weeks. For or, months. For months. For months. Yeah. I was three months. Okay. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't going to work. So you had take because of you yeah, had took, taken about a year, a year out yeah, prior so, to that. So yeah, so that's all I was doing, praying in the spirit, reading my Bible. Listen mm. to messages, that's sort of thing. You know, but it was this God it sort of reminds me mm. of going back to that first adversity that you yeah, filled yeah. where it was a holiday before the results came yeah, out. Yeah. And all you were doing was loading yourself up. That's what I was doing. I was yeah. praying the spirit, reading my Bible, praying the spirit, reading my Bible. Um so what God now showed me was look, and when my first wife went to be with the Lord, 
you know, it was because she was in so much pain. Mm. When the body left the spirit, she when the spirit, the, left the, the, body. <laughs> the spirit left the body, she yeah. has seen the smile on her face. Mm. As in, as in at the last at the point, as the last, oh, she just took the last breath. Mm. Her face just changed. And there was a smile. Mm. Because he, God told me that, look, you see that in the scriptures, Paul said it is more expedient. I mean, it's, it is better for you yeah. that I stay behind, right? Mm-hmm. But it is far better for me if, I if I'm be with the Lord, mm-hmm. if I'm with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So to be with the Lord is far better for me. So God was telling me, look, whether, however you look at it all, you know, it is far better for her to be with me. That means she's in a far better place. Far. It needs to be better. Far mm. better. Mm-hmm. But for us here on earth, it was important for her mm. to be here with us because mm-hmm. of her contribution to mm-hmm. our lives and, to, and, uh, and her and couples and oh everything. Oh boy, did she, she touch oh no, so she, many. Oh no, she touched. She was... Till she, today, oh no, we still hear stories. She, she was phenomenal. And Yeah. I, in, I know. I knew that. As in, as in me yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. That's why, in fact, that's why you asked me, say, why did you get married again? I said, look, I said, God has blessed me with two wonderful marriages. The first one was heaven and the second one is heaven and earth. You know, so if, I mean, you, I don't think it would be more difficult for you to get married the second time if your first marriage was, was not so good. Was bad, yes. yeah. So that's, that's what I tell them. Yeah. So what do you think about it? I said, it's true. So basically, so he told me that it's far better for, Paul said it's far better for me I'm with the Lord, but for you, it's expedient that I'm around. Mm-hmm. So he told us, look, it's for us that here that I'm missing how. But she there, mm-hmm. she's happy. Mm-hmm. All she's thinking about now is you guys, guys, run your race. Mm-hmm. That is far better for her. Think about it. Like, come out of yourself. Think about her. Mm-hmm. What's happening to her? Like, mm-hmm. She's in a place where she's rejoicing, mm-hmm. in a place where it's far better for her mm-hmm. than before she's missing her. We're missing her. There's a vacuum created, there's a need created. Mm-hmm. You see, it's more needful for you that I stay. Mm-hmm. So it's for me, more needful for us on the earth that mm. she's around. So, like Paul was saying, yeah. listen, you know, for me to be with Jesus, Jesus there's, nothing there's nothing compared, compared to that. Yes. But for me to be here, you know, it'll be good, you know, because I can still teach, teach you guys about you. the gospel, exactly. I can still help you grow, etc. So there's a need. Yes, yes. That, that. So, what I also see from that is, as long as there's breath, you have a call upon your life. Oh, yes, yes. You have a call there's an assignment. Yes. You, there's, mm. There, mm. there's a need, mm. there's a vacuum mm. that you're supposed to feel yeah. as a result of so your presence, presence on, on the earth. earth. Exactly. Yeah. So, another thing, even that period, when I looked at my son and sleeping like this, I said, you, you can't just give up now. So How old was he? I know. He was about four or five. It was if it wasn't up to five. It was about four. Okay. Four, yes. Yeah. So, so basically, um, you know, I said, look, that need. He says, my God shall supply all your needs according to which is in glory. He said, mm-hmm. that need or that vacuum created will be supplied by God. Mm-hmm. He said, all you need is to stay in that place of praying in the Spirit and feeding on my word, and I will supply the need that mm-hmm. is missing. Did you understand what he meant by that? No, I didn't understand in practical terms, mm-hmm. but I knew that all I needed was to pray and things would evolve. I went. Di- what I, kind of things? So, what kind of things came to your mind? Do you think I that God would br- bring break. like a nanny or? No, or no, no, no. I wasn't. I was. Just, I was just thinking about that. Oh, okay, it's time for to plunge into ministry big time now and to go right. to the depths of ministry. Mm. That that vacuum. That somehow that there will be there will be a new depth in ministry. That's what I was thinking about. Right. You know that. You know that, that there'll be a, an infilling, you know, and and sort of a progression in ministry that would 
come as a result of all these events. That's what I was thinking about. Okay. But in place of prayer, in place of prayer, I was praying and praying and praying. Ah, then God began to show me certain things about ah, that you get married again. I said, wait, 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 married again. Where? How? You know, because there was no desire. Mm. When I, if I, when I left Lagos after the funeral, I said, I'm not doing this again. Mm. In the sense that I didn't, I, I just like, went, too, no, 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 this is, this is, this the, is too much for me. The pain. Pain was too much. So mm. I'm going to show me, I'm going to show me who the person was and all that, you know. And as I was praying. Who's the person? <laughs> <laughs> and he began to show me clearly and I began to see it and, and things began to evolve and, and, and I think the day the healing actually, as I began to worship him, based on what he showed me regarding Inkiru, mm. it's more beautiful for her. As I took it up to him in which I'm going to thank him specifically for it, all the events, all the things, and I threw it to him in worship. That was when the That's when the place. healing sort of began to take place. And you know, this was I, before anything of. Marrying again, no, you a, didn't even know how it was going to turn out. I didn't even know if I was going to work. Mm. I didn't even know if I was going to uh, back to medicine. Or this not. was a long time. So yeah. as I did that, as I began to worship, healing began to take place inside my heart, and I began to see from a different perspective. That look, it's a time now to fulfill your purpose. It's a time now to to actually. She's now among the cloud of witnesses. All she's saying is now, go ahead. That's all I was seeing now. Mm. People, were saying, people were saying, sorry. But my heart had moved. A mm. place of his destiny now. It's mm. about fulfilling your purpose. There's no time to waste. Mm. She has, she's with the Lord. She has fulfilled mm-hmm. her purpose. Mm-hmm. It's time for you now. She's counting on you mm. to bring this boy up mm. to fulfill your destiny mm-hmm. so that when you meet again, everybody will be rejoicing. Right. So that. I see, that makes sense to me so now. So the, your own initial interpretation of the yeah, word is the grace everything you need yeah. to fulfill your purpose yeah. and to bring your son up that's it you know for him to fulfill his purpose that's god it. will supply, supply. That's it. so the gap yeah. that was created by her going to be that's with the lord that he was going to supply you didn't attribute it to a new marriage or whatever no, you just no, said later on later on that, that it sort of the coming. desire now came okay, and yes. god showed you yeah. right so in, in terms of mental resilience going back to our definition of regardless of what you're facing just having a, a, a mental togetherness mm. and not crumbling mm. i as an observer mm. you know that was observing all of this because i knew you back then from a distance i mm. knew you as mm. as pastor of the church that mm. i attended yeah. i wasn't close to you we had barely spoken mm. Um, in in church, mm. but you were someone that I respected highly. Mm. Um, and if I respected you before, mm. when all of this happened, mm. and you know, not even after the passing, to mm. be honest, during during the illness and the sickness, because showing up, mm. literally showing up every mm. Sunday, mm. and preaching, and you didn't look like someone that was putting on. Mm. a front mm. that was trying to like hold it together that mm. was trying to mm. and i can just imagine what you were going through because I, mean, I know it was, it was extremely tough and as in it, it was even after maybe we got married that we were talking that i you were sort of telling me the kind of things that you were going through and, and how you felt except but it was clear as in you can't be going through that kind of thing mm. And, and for someone that was so wonderful, right, mm, mm. and not be in pain and everything, but you will show up, you were still 
you know, ministering to people. You were still helping people in every way you could. And I was just, we never talked mm. through all that period because mm. I wasn't close to you. Mm. And I would just be like, what kind of human being is this? Mm. Mm. I said, it just used to blow my mind every single time. Like, how can he be like this? How can he be so kind? I, you know, going through the worst nightmare, anybody's mm. worst nightmare. And you're still kind, you're still giving, you're still helpful, you're still delivering and preaching word that is deep and transforming people's lives. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't understand it. Because I've seen people go through less and scatter and become mean and, and do you understand? I, I, I'll say, I, I mean, I think, I think it, it's, it's a product of the word. Mm. It's a product of the word. Undoubtedly. Because I, I can't really... I, I I don't even know those things are happening. Yeah. You know? It's a book of the word because I, I believe so strongly in the word of God. Um the 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 written word of God to you is Jesus speaking to you. You know, and I when you commit yourself to that word as in you you you're giving yourself up to the word as mm. in so when I'm reading the word and I'm in this time when I'm reading that those words, I'm seeing it as Jesus speaking to me, so I, I'm, I'm sort of there's comfort. There's comfort, so I'm, I'm sort of taking it as mm. drawing upon, drawing that upon it as my yeah. as my strength, you know. Mm-hmm. And and lots of fasting. I fasted mm. for three, almost 365 days during mm. that illness, mm. you know. And and relationships mm. around me, but 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 I, I think that that's that's what I would say. It's mm. it's the word. I believe strongly in in the words. When I see the portion of scripture written to me, I, I believe that's the end. That's the final outcome. Mm. I I feast on it. I look at it. I I, I don't care how I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't care what my emotions are saying. Mm. You know, it's almost like. It, it doesn't matter how you're feeling. It's it's the word, you know. And this is a I, I product of having gone through those adversities. Yes. Because they were the entry points yes. through which you have truly come to know the character of God. Yes. yes. Meaning we should not be afraid. No, we shouldn't be afraid of, of anything. I mean, there's nothing worse than death. I mean, death, death, death happens. I mean, but the Christian has an advantage. Okay, if he leaves the earth, he's transiting to another yeah. realm. It's not, it's not really dying. So mm-hmm. there's nothing to really fear. Mm. You know, there's nothing to fear. So you're just leaving. You're transiting. One day you see the other person again. So, mm. um, so the, the 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 driving force should be in any man's life is how can I actually be a vehicle to manifest the life of Christ mm. while I'm here on the earth. Mm. You know, there's no time. time and, it, short. and these opportunities come disguised yeah. as discomforts, as, as, challenges, as challenges, as, as problems, as and problems, even as adversity. as adversity. In fact, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking, okay, Lord, when this happens, we'll be able to teach people how to come from the place of sickness to health. I was mm. thinking, during the process, I was yeah. just thinking about that. Mm. You know, so... Not that I was, I was, that's what I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. So, but what I realized is that, so learning from all the things during the process, the little adjustments I would have made, mm. now I'm beginning to see that you can actually help people going through tough health challenges. Mm. So anytime I see that, I anytime know, I see that, fact. I jump into it. Because yeah. I know where that's taught me a few things, which I'm able to use to help. Yeah. You know, haven't gone through that. I see people at death door uh, yeah. with sicknesses. Glory to God. We've experienced that firsthand in in some of our people in our circle yes, that I've seen you mm. literally as in life-threatening yes. 
life sentence of death kind of situation Mm, mm. and you are able to take that experience and i believe also there's mm. an anointing that has come as a result of that crushing that you know you've stood with those people and seen them come out on the other side absolutely beating those sicknesses i I believe it's strongly and so so it's avoiding the pitfalls Mm. you know and the, the things you know little things here and um, but God's word is so real, it's so true. It's not, the Christianity is not, I'll live with this, it's not a religion. It's not, uh, the Bible is not just a storybook. Mm. You know, the Bible is life. Mm. You know, people might say, I've been standing on the word, but um, if you actually get hold of that truth mm. into your being, mm. God's word to you, it has the power to change anything. Mm. You know, and that's that's what I believe in in the words to me. So daily now, I, there are certain words I do that which I I take in every day. Mm. You know, which defines the confines of the the assignment mm. and who I am. I take those words every day, and that's my life. Mm. You know, it's not anything good on the outside. I mean, I do things on the outside, go to work and all that. But but I know that eventually those words will will come to a point where they will take over the events of my life. And, and you will find expression yeah, in my life. Events. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to force it. Mm. All you have to do is to focus on it mm. and do what you have to do on the outside. The instructions mm. will come. The direction will come. But it starts with the word. It starts yeah. with the, like what the pastor, work is to labor to enter yes, into rest by uh, interacting yes, with the Holy yes, Spirit yes, and yes. word. The pastor what you said is supposed to put today. I was so excited. And I even he, he said he said look he said he said there's always hope. The, the, the key is to sit still mm. in any adversity that if you make any sit, any move knee-jerk, knee-jerk response mm-hmm. in haste or anxiety mm. you always make a mistake mm. the, 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 the power there in Christianity is to sit still mm-hmm. and take the promises that God has given you find the promises take those promises and begin to med- meditate on them, mutter them, Until and let them create. An the, image it will create an image, an yeah. experience inside you. Mm-hmm. Right? You can, and the power is that you can do it in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. Christianity is so powerful. Oh no, mm-hmm. it's so powerful. You, understand. you don't need to climb seven mountains. No, you don't need to climb seven mountains. And once yeah. you understand that, you can transform. A man can anything. be anything. I mean, you'll be, you'll be, you, people can be changed literally mm. by practicing this mm. in their bedrooms. To sit still. Sit still. I mean, yeah. meditate on scriptures until those scriptures take hold of them and mm. sort of create experiences in their mm. lives. Then you come to know that, look, I'm not under the, I mean, I'm not, you, you become a free person. No man is my problem. Yeah, no man is your problem. You become a free person on the earth. They become free. You know, to you become free to kind of, live yeah. the life that God has created you for. I think I think we're too much. We're we're in bondage, and you can only serve when you are free. Mm, mm. You can only right. serve when you are free. So, my last question to you: mm. What are the three things that, over the years, starting with the first adversity that you you went through, what are the three things that you say have consistent? So, these three themes or things. Uh, that have been there all along that have helped you overcome adversity. Okay. First one, meditating the word prayer and fasting. That's one or two. No, that's three. one. Okay. Meditating the scriptures, they go together. Meditating mm-hmm. the scriptures, that's mm-hmm. a, a habit of mortality. Meditating, mm-hmm. you have to have that time where you mortar scriptures to yourself in it. So that fasting in and that praying process, the Spirit. The Holy Spirit yeah. is, is teaching you, it's writing. Of your heart. Yeah. The second thing, so meditating, fa- um, prayer, and fasting. Yes, a as lifestyle. Well. Yeah. Okay, lifestyle. 
Number two. Second thing is relationships. Relationships. I told you. I mean, I mean. The tips of the support tip, you set you on the right track. Said, I mean, even the relationship with you, my mm-hmm. wife. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's two years we have gone through together. Yeah. Love me, both of us. Yeah. Relationships is the second one. Yeah. And the third one, it's a lifestyle of giving. Mm. We take an test. And the lifestyle of giving. So, so those three things, I think, you almost become unstoppable. Them. Yeah become unstoppable mm. you become unstoppable it's 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 and you 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 be, you come to a knowing of who you really are because there are two things about knowing jesus christ and knowing who you are, are in, in him, him. Mm. you know so it's awesome. about free it's about liberty people are i mean we need to be free men and you cannot serve if you're not free mm. you know mm. wow <laughs> that has been amazing I've enjoyed that thoroughly, and I'm going to have you back. Will you come back? Of course I will. <laughs> I'm at your service. I'm going to have you back. Thank you so much, mm. my love, for, for, for coming on the podcast today. I hope mm. you have enjoyed that as much as I have. And more importantly, I hope listening to those stories, you've actually it encouraged you to keep going and never, ever give up and to hold fast to the profession of your faith. Why? Because faithful is Jesus who promised. This is Allow Me, and I will be back next week. Thank you, and bye. <laughs>